What's up, my guys? We are back. This is the Juice Box. It's a big, big weekend here in town. We got our boy Ted McDonald back for I don't even know how many times now. It's been countless times. We'd love to have you here. And it's Kentucky Derby weekend. What's up, my guy, Ted? What's up, dudes? Always good to be back. I think this is number... Five I on the juice five. box. Ah, see, I but, was gonna say six. Well, no, it's six because I did one with uh, you and Dupes. Okay, the, and that would be six you're total. Right. But this is f- lucky number five. This, I'm the five five timers club. Like, yeah, SNL, you are. But yeah. on the juice box, I think there's only one other in the five timers club, and that's Uncle AJ. Yeah, but he's definitely done it more than Uncle AJ. Now. Uh, I was gonna say. I'm telling you, I think, AJ, I think AJ only has four times. Oh shit. Fucking loser. Ted's got the number one spot, bro. You need like a you need like an employee of the month plaque. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guest of the month. I Just talked about the getting wall. like five timers, t shirts, or like a plaque or something. All right, it'd be right. dope. Dude, I'm with it. I might be having deja vu, but I literally feel like we had this exact same conversation the last time you were here, and that was five. Yeah, because it was the I came five times club. Yeah. So it, yeah. this is number six. That is oh, yeah. it. You're right. Oh, it was the I came five. I knew I was. I right. wasn't here for your last juice box episode. No, I had COVID. That's right. I and saw then, you in Morgantown, and we talked. I was like so hyped, and then I got do, COVID. Yeah. Okay. I remember that because I was coming home to do that, and then yeah, the next time I came, we didn't do juice box because you weren't here. I didn't do the pod with you, and then I just did it with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I you forget were. What it was? You're I don't right. Know. I was. I yeah, can't remember. Was that? I was home. Uh, February. And yeah, I was home. I was home for my pops. So yeah, that was like January, February. I just. I. You're 100 percent right. I just can't remember what was happening. Yeah. Why weren't you here? Fucker? I don't know. Were you? <laughs> were you in North Carolina? No. He's right. Like there was. But you and I went and saw a movie. Well, we had a little I, date. I didn't yeah, even we went get, to see Jackass. Went to Jackass. I just, dude, I rewatched it again, uh, like three days ago. Way better the second time. I don't know why. The newest one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Yet. Which it's, it's, it's awesome. Good. Which okay, wasn't the premise of the last movie that it was the last hurrah, and then they just signed a show with Paramount Plus that they're doing a Paramount Plus show. But it's like a spinoff. So I think it's so the new Jackass movie. To be honest, like. Knoxville and Steve-O and the regular guys, they aren't they don't do a lot. Okay. The only the one who does a lot is Danger Aaron. He still gets shat on. But they have a, a bunch of new guys yeah, yeah. like Jasper from uh Loiter Squad future. and Odd Future. They're doing a spin-off with them. I was reading about it as well. They're doing a spin-off, I'm assuming with those guys, and then maybe Knoxville and those guys will make appearances. Yeah, they they yeah. introduced the it's new basically like the new group in the ushering the new era. Yeah, one of the guys' names is Poopies. Poopies. Yeah, that's yeah. the guy. Yeah. Poopies. He was funny. He yeah. got shot on. Dude, too. how <laughs> how do you how do you think that feels for them though? Like it's like creating an entire dynasty and then you and then now you're just like turning around you're like, "All right, boys, you're carrying the name." It's yeah. got to be kind of a weird feeling even though they'll be involved, but like you just said, I haven't watched the new movie, and I guess I didn't realize that they didn't do like as many stunts as they used. to. I mean, do. they still did. Like Knoxville still, um, still had a bull stunt. It was yeah. actually like his worst bull stunt in terms of like how injured he got. <laughs> and then Steve-O got a concussion in one. Uh, Dave England didn't do really do a lot, but Danger Aaron he did the new cup test. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, oh, dude, bro! I saw, I, was pr- get, I saw the. I saw the. That was so. That was dude. It, it's it's it, it was hard to watch. Yeah, because the first painful. thing they ever did for Jackass was the cup test. They had Johnny Knoxville wear a cup, and they had like kids kick him in the balls. They had a, somebody drop a baseball from the top of a roof onto the cup. Yeah. This one was he took um a full punch from France uh, Francis Ngannou, Ngannou whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
Run? No, yeah, bro. Like, like full, full swing, full right to the nuts. Like, you could hear something crack. It yeah, was so bad. It was bad. The like, world's how fastest. How any of these dudes ever have? The world's kids? Uh, yeah. fastest softball pitcher. Yeah, threw a pitch it, at him. PK Subban did a slap shot at his nuts. Yeah, it like, was Jesus bad. Christ. I gotta do it. Slap shot. No, 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 no. no, that makes me sick. That makes me sick <laughs> and, to think but about. But to be honest, all the ones he named weren't. In my opinion, weren't even the worst one. The, the pogo, pogo stick. Oh, one. dude, he had uh, one of the guys jump on a pogo, pogo stick, stick on, on his nuts. His oh, nuts, no, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not convinced watching. he doesn't actually have nuts under there. Yeah. How how can you do that? It's just that, a stick. Dude, I'm with you, dude. Was it a hey, stick? He had his nuts removed years ago due to the actual trauma. Hey. And now, <laughs> they just, now they're just playing it off. Hey, Knoxville, show us your sack, dude. Let's see if it's there, you know? Dude. <sighs> that, I, I'm just, I, I've I said it before. PTSD watching. And, I, and I'm going to say it again. Like, it's cool they're ushering in this new era of jackass guys. But I'm, like, real, real excited for the day that, it, like, a, a hardcore, in-depth jackass documentary. Yeah, documentary. Dude, like, yes. starting from the beginning and how, like, the crew came together with, like, BAM's CKY crew and everybody, you know, up to, to this point. Because you got to assume with all those shows they had, they have to have just... Years of footage. Just oh, like, dude, there's yeah, probably 100%. so much stuff in the archives, dude. Every time they make a Jackass movie, they release a point five version. Dude, and so they. S- I was re- watching an interview with uh, Preston and Wee Man. Preston's like the fat one. Preston didn't do shit in this movie. Damn. Wee Man did a little bit. Preston was just kind of there. Yeah. Um, but he did an interview saying that this was the first time because they had point fives and the other ones. You're right. Mm-hmm. This was the first time where they actually showed the cut to all the cast. One was the regular one, and one was the point five, and they said they didn't care which one was was the released. They said they yeah. were both so good that it really didn't matter. Point cool. five ones coming out on Netflix, dude. Yeah, I saw that. Weeks, I, saw, I always thought all the point fives were good. Yeah, two point five is the best. That, well, two is the best one. Two is yes, thank you. So two like, is two, the best one. Two and two purely for sense. the um the riot control test. That's uh, one of my one of my favorite skits. That so kinda, good. That kind of shocks me that it's going to Netflix though, because Paramount Plus just like acquired the whole Jackass catalog. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's weird. You know, I, I, I as much as I love the stunts, I've really, really loved their pranks, dude. And, dude. and two has some of the best pranks, dude. like where <laughs> where they get, I think it's two where they convince what's his face. I think it's Danger Aaron. He comes walking in with a whole tray of soup. That's three. Is that three? That's three, and they and he gets they, smacked yeah, by the that's hand. That's three, but two, two's <laughs> the one where they prank Aaron oh, with the God. terror taxi, where they make him dress that's, up like a yes, terrorist. That's like the final. And the beard is yeah. pubes. Yep. <laughs> Some guy that had crabs. And, like, and yeah. also on two, where they they uh, they put the love letter on the wall. Yeah. And there's the punch thing behind Dude, yeah. it. Love that. That to me is like top. Three. That's a top one. Yeah, for me. Because it's so funny how they get Wee Man. <laughs> they put a fucking chair under it, and he climbs up on the chair to read it. It yeah. falls for that. And Bam's just in the back laughing. Just, like, yeah, why like, is there a chair in the hallway? He's hysterically <laughs> laughing. Dude, the one in the, the new one, I think it was the Aaron guy with the grizzly bear. What's the most terrifying what thing I've ever fuck? watched? Yeah, dude. They, they I mean, tied, like, he was tied to a chair. And they put honey or something. Honey, on and then they put uh, pieces of salmon on, on him. him. And then they and then they just let in a, a grizzly bear into the room to what? eat to eat it off of him. While also he's wearing a dog collar, dude. It was so while he's trying to be still, they'll shock him, and so he's like, I was so scared. I was there's terrified. a bear. Like a I was like, this is insane. So like they Literally, just assume they just assume that the bear wouldn't eat him. Yeah. I, yeah. So I rewatched. <laughs> I rewatched it. There's a point after like it's it gets to like the climax. The bear's like trainer 
is on the other side of the door, and they cut to him, and he goes, I need to go in. I need to go in. And then he goes in and, like, puts a chain around the bear and, like, drags it. Fuck. <laughs> dude, like, dude, just a wild-ass bear. Uh, that's a no for me. Yeah. <laughs> big no. Facts. Big, big no. I, I was just, so my Explore feed now is a lot of just animal videos, because I just have been watching a lot of shit. And I watched this <laughs> video of this couple. Probably there was, like, five or six people. They were taking a hike, probably somewhere out west, obviously. They were just on a trail, and the biggest grizzly bear that I've ever seen in, like, a human video that's not a documentary just walks right by them on the trail, and they are just, like, all froze, like, all right, just keep going, and this bear just fucking walks by, turns around, looks at him, and walks back out of the frame. I don't know how you don't shit your pants. I would have taken off. Did you guys ever watch that documentary on Netflix? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Where this, obviously, this dude was crazy. He was one of those, like, real big nature, like, hippie guys. Grizzly man. Yeah. Where he he went out and just lived in the forest. Yeah, and then he ended up dying. He ended up getting just (laughs) straight up eaten eaten by a grizzly (laughs) bear. I hate to laugh, but you you have it coming. He did. But there were a lot of cool footage, like, of him dead-ass just chilling with animals. But, like, you had it coming to you eventually. That's, like, an iconic documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Nature's going to... Nature's gonna get you after a Nature while. Nature always wins. Yeah. There, there's that um, that you and I watched that White Wolf documentary on Nat. Yeah, Geo, very cool. Where the guy goes up in Canada, where people aren't so yeah. wolves aren't used to seeing people and seeing them as threats. Yeah, and he just follows them throughout the journey, and then the very end, like he's shooting a shot looking for him, and all of a sudden they, they just like roll up on him, but and not in like a. I'm going to eat you type of way. More they, of like they're just like they're all circled around him just kind of intrigued. Bro. What, you like, could what tell that was is. the first. Would that was the, you could tell that was the first time those wolves have ever seen a human in their life. Yeah, it, like, was, it was cool. They walked up to him and then one comes and like then he freezes. And then all of a sudden like the other five just start walking around him. And then he goes like, all right, guys, like get away. Like get out of here. He starts panicking, obviously. It's crazy how like dedicated those those explore guys are because some people just have a death wish dude the guy's dead ass out like exploring wolves which is sweet wolves are awesome but you're like in that moment like of the documentary he could 100 percent easily just died and got neat fuck that that gives me anxiety like did you see the ever see free solo i haven't watched that it's on i I don't know it is is. i refuse to watch it I watched it once, and I will never watch it again. It's just some dude climbing, like, a fucking mountain with no ropes, or oh. he's not chained in anything. He's just doing it Whoa. free solo. And it does, isn't it, like, days, too? Like, it takes no, him it take, it, No, it takes him, like, 30 minutes. Oh, really? You might be thinking of the Dawn Wall. I'm not sure. The Dawn Wall's another doc that's really cool. They, free, they try to freehand climb, like, the hardest peak in Yellowstone, but they're strapped in, but um, they're doing it, like free-handed so if they fall off they're like connected to a rope and they just kind of swing yeah but they live on the rock for like three weeks until they get to the top whoa yeah dude they just sleep in a tent that's attached to the fucking mountain you wake up look down just like twenty thousand feet below <laughs> just fucking yeah, i don't dude. do that the whole climbing thing yeah no i don't fuck with heights <laughs> bro i don't i don't fuck with fly- i hate flying same like, yeah. bro, i take volume when i fly same. well i don't take volume but i take Xanax. <laughs> I'd take alcohol when I fly. Yeah, all all that all that stuff, all that shit's so weird to me because that Thirteen Peaks documentary just came out. Like it's like the exact same thing, and it it makes me laugh because those those type of people, I literally can say, 
that I am just missing a gene or something inside of my body that they have. Like, there's, you could never, ever be like, hey, Jake, if you walk to the top of this mountain, you can have infinite, I'm not doing it. I'd be like, sorry, dude. I'm not, like, I'm just not going to get up and climb this. What ha- what happens if you're on the side and you have to start shitting or pissing? Yeah, it I reminds mean, me of that. You know what movie I watched uh, a couple days ago? I haven't seen it in a while. Was I watched Triple Frontier again. Oh, yeah. I love that. They, they have to scale Great and get cast. over onto the other side of the big mountain yeah. range. When they're on that, like, old smuggler's trail, mm-hmm. like, that that's the type of stuff where I'd, I'd like, curl up in a ball. <laughs> I yeah, know. I wouldn't walk it. I Bro, couldn't. I, I get, physically couldn't. I get I'd be, anxious. I'd literally. I get anxious when I'm, like, running a yellow. When I'm driving. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be too careful. Dude, I used to be scared walking through the pig path in the dark. Well, that's scary. What the fuck's the pig path? And what's, what? you know, the, what's pig, the pig path. You've had to watch the You've had to have walked the pig path. Where where you from? Oh, like, is it over by the Alpha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It takes you. I did cross. Dude, I remember the... as a kid, like, just it was ingrained in my mind. Like, boys, do not walk on the pig path. I thought, like, if I walked on the pig path, I was getting like raped. My, it's it's me like and, the Silk Road or something. Yeah, me and JT's Seriously. mom, Karen, lover, would let us do anything except walk through like, the pig path. Ingrained in my, and I remember the one time, like, the first time. We walked the pig bath. It was during the day. I was like, dude, I'm a fucking badass. <laughs> I'll never forget because, like, that was just it was weird. Like, one of those things. Because, how old were you? I don't know. Probably in seventh or eighth grade. Oh, or so something. you, like, went home, got, like, a juice box, and you were like, fuck it. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm fucking sick. I get so much pussy. Yeah. Where, 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 <laughs> yeah, where'd the name come from? I've walked, to be, to be, uh, to, to clarify, I've walked the pig path, a, like, a handful of times at night. So and it's scary. Night. It is. So literally. I've walked in the day several times. Not to be a smart ass answer, but like it literally used to just be a path back in the day where they would walk pigs back and forth is what my mom told us. Really? So it I makes don't sense. Know. Makes Ma- sense. I mean, like where the old farmers used to just, that's where they would train their pigs. That's that where they, they would the walk. They did find a body on the pig path a few years ago. They did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I remember that. Yeah. Whoa. Supposedly yeah. that's where the pig battle started the Hatfields and McCoys yeah. family feud <laughs> all the way up north <laughs> yeah all the way up north in Wheeling dude so what what the hell what what have you been up to I mean dude not much man I've been just uh I've just been you know trying to get some work here and there I'm still like working on some scripts um so I was ho- like I was home in January but then when I went back I worked for a month and a half on I told you guys about this I was working on Doug Allen's new show the guy That's from sick. Entourage it was dope. I got to hang out with like drama and eat. you know it's cool. Not to interrupt you, I've followed their Victory podcast yeah. before. Like I didn't, I don't listen to it. Just on Instagram, I follow. Them. Yeah. Before you started working with them, and they always post like updates on it. And yeah. I'm like Ted, Ted is here with these people right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> that's, dude, that's dude it was time. it was cool. Honestly, <laughs> seeing them, it was like I did, I wasn't necessarily starstruck, oh, almost I because I was working. So Kevin Connolly has in real life owns a podcast studio it's where they do the victory podcast and some other ones and that's where our office was when we were doing work so i was doing like production coordinator stuff so i was helping out with like gathering um you have to get certificates of insurance when you when you rent from places so if you rent from like a camera shop you need to have insurance your production has to have insurance for them to get in a car you need to have insurance or whatever so i was doing that and our office was their production office we also um, filmed in there for like a week, which was cool. But 
when I was in there and just doing work, like Kevin Connolly's just walking around and he'd come in and be like, What's up, man? I'm like, Hey, how you doing? And like that so that was cool. And then Kevin Dillon didn't come until like two days before shooting. And he is dude, it's like drama in real life. He really? is the same fucking person. That is awesome. But the one that really got to me was well, first off, there's a there was a ton of celebrities in the show coming up. And yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, like, <laughs> You're uh, like one day, this? one day. So <laughs> I started as the script coordinator. So they would send me the scripts, and I had to like edit, make edits from what they wanted, and then I'd send it out to everybody. I was doing that for like a week and a half, and then I had to come home. Uh, and so I gave that job to my roommate, who was already my roommate was Doug Allen's assistant on the set, and then so I left. But then when I came back, I started working directly with the producers and so that's where i was doing like certificates of insurance and like other stuff for them and so i was able to like see who all was in it and this was funny <laughs> so in the one of the first drafts they had nicholas cage was in it Fuck. Whoa. he was in like one scene and he had like three lines and this this is just a story i'll have forever it's a funny like hollywood story uh when you send out a script you have to send it out watermarked with their name so if i send you a script it'll be watermarked Zarly. right and I had to send it out to Nick Cage. And my producer gave me his email. He was like, hey, like, send it out to him and put his name on it. I sent it out to him. And then that night I was, like, in bed at, like, midnight. And I get a call from my producer. And he calls me. He goes, bro, you fucked up. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, you spelled Nick Cage's name wrong. Oh, <laughs> no. Nick, Nick Cage spells his name N-I-C, yeah. not N-I-C-K. So I put the K in there. But oh, what didn't throw me off was... That's how the writers had it in the script. They had his name as N-I-C-K, Cage. And so I just looked at that, and I put it on, not realizing it. And basically, because I was script coordinator, it was <laughs> my job to know that they were wrong. And I just didn't, because I was like, well, they're the writers. This is fucking Doug Ellen. I'm sure he knows Nick Cage. So I didn't think anything of it. And I guess, like, Nick Cage's people were, like, pissed. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. But he, I, he didn't end up being in the show. I don't think, it wasn't because of me. It's because of you. Yeah. It's because of you, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, but, yeah, that's why my roommates are fucking with me all the time. They're like, bro, well, Nick Cage hates you, dude. <laughs> so there was that. But um, we had a table read. And that's when all the actors come together and they read the script before we start shooting. And we did it at the one of the producers, uh, his mansion in Encino. Holy fuck. It was like the first time I'd been in like a straight up like Hollywood mansion like Dude, so what what what's that like? Like what's it like when you roll up to just a mansion and you're just walking through it? Because in my head I'd be like I'm not supposed well, to be here okay, right now. Okay, so his guest house <laughs> guest house. What a prick. is like <laughs> two times the size of this house. <laughs> his fuck. guest house. Damn, that's I walked crazy. up and I saw that and I'm like, "Oh, wow." And then you realize that there's a whole other fucking building. Actually, and I'm like, oh, that's what that is. But you walk in, dude, it's it's nuts. It just like screams wealth. It's like it's like do you walk in and like the ceilings are real high and it's got like two staircases going up. I felt so curvy. I felt so poor. Yeah, dude. It was I awful. Feel that, bro. And then like, dude, like in there in like you while we were walking through the kitchen, like that's where we were setting up. We had we shot there actually one day too, and like his whole kitchen was like organized like beautifully. And I was like, dude, I literally feel like the biggest piece of shit. I should not be allowed in here. But it was it was it was such a nice place and he was cool and his wife was cool. And that's where we had our table read. He had a big lawn in the back, and so we set up tables. And so last year, last like October, I signed up to do COVID compliance. You become a COVID, it was a certified COVID compliance officer. Pretty much 
on set, there's somebody who's like, hey, just like monitoring COVID protocols, like wearing masks. It's the easiest job in the world. And so I signed up to do that when I was just looking for like part-time shit. And so the producer knew I was COVID compliance and I get there on the table read that day. And I was told by my boss, he was like, hey, you're going to read a couple lines of like just like random people who have one lines, which was sick, just sitting around a bunch of all these actors. Um, and then when I get there, my producer's like, hey, you're going to do COVID compliance when everybody gets here. So you're going to test everybody. And so I set up like a small station and then I had to physically like give COVID tests to all these celebrities walking in. That's wild. So the first people who came in were like Connolly and Drama and they all like knew me like somewhat and I would like talk to them. And then the one where I actually like froze and like didn't know what to do for like five seconds was Charlie Sheen. I knew you were going to say <laughs> Charlie that. Sheen rolled up and I was like, I need you to stick this in your nose. And I was dude, just like, I couldn't make crazy. a cocaine joke right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, but so he, dude, it's cra- everyone was like, how was Charlie Sheen? Here he's crazy. Five years sober, vegan, just the nicest guy. There were a couple times where it was just him and I in the room, and he was always open for conversations. Couldn't have been cooler. He was great. Um, did you guys ever watch Scrubs? I know what you're it's talking been, about. It's been a long John time. John C. Yeah. McGinley, he was one of the uh, older doctors. You'd know him if you saw his face. He's in the show. He was in Platoon as well. And um, Wait, he was, is, he in, uh, is he in Wild Hogs? Yes. Yeah. He's the weird cop yeah. who gets naked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. John C. McGinley, yeah. yeah. Okay, that guy. He's funny. This guy, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know this yeah, guy. Yeah, so yeah, he, so he's in it. And he rolls up, bro. This dude rolls up in like sandals and a hoodie, and he's like, "I'm John C. McGinley." And I was like, "I know exactly who you are." So, <laughs> um, so that was cool. And then, yeah. Um, and then this was cool. One day, we weren't sure if we were gonna get him, and then he showed up. One day was uh, Mark Cuban. Whoa, oh, that's that was very cool, dude. He's six three. What? Six what? four. He's I tall. Knew, I figured. He was I saw him, guy. and I was like, "No way, Mark Cuban's that tall." And then I thought about when you only see him. A, he's sitting down mm-hmm. on Shark Tank. And B, he's at the Mavs game, standing next to yeah. six eight, six seven. It doesn't really matter, but Very he's true. a tall guy. Also, couldn't have been any nicer. Cool dude. Uh, yeah, he does uh, just from Shark Tank, but he yeah. seems like a cool dude. Uh, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lynn Sigler was in it. The chick from The Sopranos, no. who was oh, yeah. Turtles girlfriend. Yeah. She has a she has a quick like three scenes. She was great, sweetest woman. Dang. Um, yeah, all around like that was that was such a really really cool project. And so he got a lot of people that he worked with in Entourage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's yeah. pretty much like um, it's kind of like a realistic approach. Like, so Kevin Connolly owns the podcast studio, and in the show, Kevin Connolly plays himself, mm-hmm. and he is unlike in real life. In the show, his podcast studio is losing a ton of money, so they're trying to acquire like uh, a marquee name to start a podcast that will bring attention and bring viewers and so kevin Connolly decides to hit up his old friend kevin dylan and he know who knows charlie sheen because they were both in platoon together and so kevin Connolly basically asked kevin dylan to help him persuade charlie sheen to start a podcast and that's what the whole pilot was was just them trying to get charlie sheen to do the podcast but it's it, dude it was really funny i got to see a cut it was cool that's awesome. Really, really cool. I like the premise. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, my roommate got to, who was working on with me, he got to be in it. He was like, hey, we need people in the background. It's like him and like four other people in this like one shot, which is really cool. Um, do you guys watch What We Do in the Shadows, the show? No. I know I know what show you're talking about, but I never watched it. No. There's one, the, one of the main guys from there. He's in it for like a brief moment. He was funny. But yeah, that was like what I was doing for the most part. Isn't, isn't the main character in that show Taco from The League? No. No? Mm-mm. Oh, damn. I'm thinking of something else. Though. Yeah. 
but yeah, so we did that. I was doing that for like two months, which was dope. And then just last weekend, I got to uh, work on a set for the movie. It's co- it's coming out. It's called The Menu. It's with Ray Fiennes, the guy who played Voldemort. And oh, that's cool. Anya Taylor Joy from Queen's Gambit. What? Yeah. So we were doing additional. <laughs> we were doing additional photography. It, the show or the movie's about. I, I don't really know kind of what it's about. It's pretty much about this, like, couple, um, Anya Taylor-Joy and um, Nicholas Holt. I know that name. Uh, yeah. The guy who played Beast in the newer X-Men. Yep. I know exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah he so plays that uh, a zombie movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> warm Bodies, right? Yeah, yeah Warm yeah. Bodies. So he and her are dating, and then they go to this, like, island where a lucrative chef has, like, a prestigious restaurant that only, like, a select few people can go to, and they go to the restaurant, and I guess, like, shit just hits the fan. It's, like, a black comedy, but, like, pretty dark as well. And so what we were doing is we were shooting additional photography, which was literally, like, close-ups of food. Like, they remade every meal that they made in the movie and then, like, did, like, super, super close-ups of, like, the dish being, like, slid onto a table and stuff like that. Um, But I got to meet the director... And his name's Mark Mylod, coolest fucking dude maybe on planet Earth. He he directed like ten episodes of Game of Thrones. Oh fuck! A fuck ton of Shameless. His most recent thing he's done oh, is I'm in a Shameless uh, watch right now. He Go on. he also did. He's done like four episodes each season of Succession, okay. which is right now I think the best show on television is Succession. Um, but he couldn't have been couldn't have been cooler and. Um, talked to him for a little bit. He's from England. Don't you just love a nice, rich, famous guy? And he's just cool as Dude, fuck. Honestly, you wouldn't even know. Isn't like he was awesome? just like running the show because yeah. he was also well. We they hired a food director, some guy who like is literal. Literally, his job is to like direct food being shot. Damn. And so they brought him on. Got to make like, sure it doesn't run he, away. I guess shit. he was like a fucking legend. Like when he showed up on set, I'm close friends with the assistant director. And when he showed up, my assistant director friend was like, "Oh my god." Jeff, it, it's so nice to meet you. <laughs> I, like, I can't tell you. So, so I just, I just love how you'd you. be directing food and, and shit. All this stuff. Yeah, it's straight up. But so talking to the actual director, Mark, um, we were just shooting shit. And like literally these like it's just how it is. Like networking is the biggest your biggest friend in like this industry. And just by me talking to him and just like casually chatting up about things, he was like, hey, man, you want to watch the trailer? It's not out for like a couple months. And I was like. Yeah, let's do it. So I got to see like a first like cut of the trailer. It's like two and a half minutes, but That's it looked sick. it looked wicked, and I was like, oh, this looks way cooler than I what I expected it to be. So when when you're in this table read atmosphere, I'm backing up now. Oh yeah, yeah. Is is that like a is that like a very serious nerve wracking thing? Is it kind of like lo- loosey goosey? It's probably all depends. I well, imagine, but I guess so. Like because I had lines, I was like. Don't fuck up the lines. Yeah. Don't miss the lines. Like, I read for, like, handyman number one and a character's name, Tony. Like, all these guys had, like, one lines. But when you start, let's... Literally, it was like this. I... If this is how it was. I was, like, on the corner. You were the director. You were a producer. And there's, like, three other producers. You go around the room. It's like, hi, I'm this. Yeah, I'm yeah. this. I'm this. And it gets to me. It's like, I'm Ted. I'm reading for handyman number one. <laughs> <laughs> and then next to me, is like, I'm Jamie Lynn Sigler. Round of applause. I was like, I didn't get that <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> whatever that but then, awesome. then they got to charlie sheen and he's like i'm charlie sheen and i'm reading for charlie motherfucking sheen and everyone like <laughs> went nuts and so seeing that was like really really that is really really, cool. really cool that was like the coolest thing yeah. i think i think all a lot i mean i i have to like all of this is definitely due to um 
like my good friend Gary Goldman, Gary B. Goldman, shout out. He was like there from like the start of Entourage. He's like one of the best, if not the best, assistant director working in the game. He's no bullshit, but he's he was like the guy who really got me to move out to LA. And he was also um he went to college with my dad. So he's been wonderful. And then after um after my dad passed, he's been like, yo, like I want you like under my wing and stuff. And so he he hit me up and was just like, Hey, you're working tomorrow. And I'm like, okay. That's and stuff like that. So he's awesome. been, he's been great. He's, Oh, he's made it his goal to like introduce me to people and like network and stuff. And so like, yeah, it's just me hanging out, not doing anything. He's like, Hey, come meet the director. It's like, I'm a fucking set PA right now while I'm like working on like other scripts and stuff. But it, yeah. And then you like, you don't want to be like, Hey, can I, send you my script yeah I mean, yeah, yeah people yeah. say that you want to be cool but it's it's way better 10 times better when a like well-known person in the industry is like hey this kid's a writer you should read his stuff it's really good yeah and that like opens up for different, sure different doors and stuff so that's awesome yeah shout out to fucking gary he's the man shout out gary sounds like a great guy oh he's the boy he's he's dude yeah we like smoke weed and shit oh Hell yeah yeah, he, yeah he was like my dad's age so he's like 58 and stuff so so when when you're in when you're in a room with charlie sheen do you just try to make a conversation like normal and personable or is like the first thing you want to do? Just ask him about like past things. So said? the first thing, well, the first time I met him was when I gave him a COVID test and then he had to get set up. So it was kind of like, Hey, how you doing? I'm Ted. Can you do this? Whatever. And we kind of did some like back and forth for like 30 seconds. And then that was that. But then there were other times when it was like, Hey, go ask Charlie Sheen what kind of coffee he wants. <laughs> He's so crazy. And then you walk in, you're like, hey, like, Mr. Sheen, what do you want? And then from there, it just, like, blossomed. Like, I asked him I asked him one day for what kind of coffee he wanted, and then we ended up talking about cars for, like, five minutes. That's sick. And then I, I was, like, in my head, I'm like, I got to go get this coffee run, but also I'm talking to Charlie Sheen. Yeah. I'm not, fuck the coffee. Yeah, like, I just want to I want to pick his brain. Like For real. But so, yeah, he, he was great. Dude, I think that's cool. it's so funny it. that we're having this conversation because we had this kind of same thing last week or two weeks ago where i was saying if i met someone of that caliber i never have but me personally i feel like i would like freeze i would i would just look at them so i've seen a fuckload of stars yeah out there like i've been there for eight months like florence Pugh, zach braff all the guys i just charlie what up flo yeah yeah all these people um jesse J. who did i see i saw sam smith at dinner the singer? No way. Yeah, I was at a Chinese dude, restaurant, and he was, like, folk. leaving with some dude. He was great. But I think I told you. I don't know if I told you. The one I've only been so far physically starstruck where I legitimately froze and, like, almost had a panic attack was so one of my roles on this shoot was we shot on film. When you shoot on film, you have to go take it to a film lab to get developed every night. And um, the first night I did it, it was the first day of shooting, and my producer came over to me. He was like, hey, you're dropping the film off. And I was like, fuck this. I'd drive all the way to Burbank, and I was just like, I just want to go home. I had like a 13, 14-hour day. So I drove to this film lab, and I'm in there, and I'm dropping off the film. When you walk into the film lab, to the left is the counter where you drop off all the film. That's where they develop it. To the right is a theater where people, like directors, will come in and watch their Wait, footage. you did tell right? me this. And <laughs> first night I'm there. I walk in and I set my shit down and I'm exhausted, absolutely exhausted. I can barely stand. And I just turn around while the guy's like marking off all the uh, reels we have. I turn around, walking inside is Christopher Nolan. Oh, damn. 
that's Dark Knight, Inception, Interstellar. I shat myself. I literally literally looked, turned around to the guy working. I was like, is that Christopher Nolan? And he goes, yeah, he just finished his first week on his new movie. He's watching dailies with his wife. And I was like, and I don't know if it was raw emotion and exhaustion combination. I like, I needed to do something. So I turned around and as he's like checking in to go into the theater, I shouted across the room. I said, I love you, Mr. Nolan. And like put my fucking, put my fucking like tail between my legs and shit. And then he turns around and he goes, thanks. Uh, and walks inside. Greatest moment of my life. That, yeah. Like See, by yeah. far coolest See, moment of my it's, life. It's even cooler that he answered. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then, he wasn't a dick about it. No, no, he yeah. was cool. He was like, like hey, thanks, mate. I love that. And then as I'm walking out, in walking, you guys probably won't know who this is, but his uh, director of photography on like his last five movies, Hoitza von Hoitzma. What a name. Walked, yeah, what right? a name. Yeah, he walks in, and I, I this was one where I was already just jazzed about seeing Nolan. He yeah. walks in, and I was like, and Nolan was like 20 feet away. This dude, Hoita, was like, me and you right here. As I'm walking out, he's walking in, like, through the doors. And I said, you're Hoita. And he was like, yeah. I was like, big fan. He goes, thanks, dude. I'm actually about to go watch stuff with Chris. I'm like, oh, you get to call him Chris? That's so cool, dude. Yeah, and then I saw him again, Nolan, the next day. Whoa. I was pulling out of my car, and then this big black SUV Suburban rolled up, and I couldn't move until they moved. And then out comes the car as Nolan and his wife going to watch dailies again. Bro. Did you like uh, roll the window down? You're like, hey man, love you again. Dude, I almost did, but I if I said I said if I saw him again, I was gonna ask him for like a photo or like yeah. a yeah. or something. That, that was where I was like third time I had to that leads into like a nice hypothetical question. Who is that guy for all of you guys? Like he said So that see even for me like Nolan is just like as a f- as like a yeah. filmmaker, he's like one of the best. Yeah. But he in my head, he probably wouldn't be your number one. No. Okay, so who would be your number yeah, one? Yeah, who then? would be? Yeah, that's it. I have two where I'd actually physically think I'd faint okay. or like be starstruck enough to where I'd go up and like want to like shake their hand and yeah. just like talk to them. It would be uh, Steven Spielberg. Okay. For sure. He's like my idol. And then Seth Rogen, for sure. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I want to, my goal is to do kind of what Rogen does because he writes acts, but he also produces a fuckload. Yeah. And so I think that one, I would lose my shit. Yeah, for sure. I'll go. Yeah. So obvious. My my number one answer is very obvious for me was uh, Matthew McConaughey. Just a big McConaughey fan. That'd be awesome. Love him. That'd be so. Seems dope. like a great down to earth. Hell yeah. Like, I don't know a like, person hey, who doesn't like. He'd Matt be like, McConaughey. "Hey, what's right. up, man?" Like, yeah. yeah. And he, I feel like he would just talk to you. Yeah. And then the other guy's not an actor. He's a musician. Uh, musician. I would say Kenny Chesney. I would just like look at him and be like, "This is insane." Just because, <laughs> just I grew up like that was what I yeah forever we Dude, listened to Kenny Chesney. Yeah, and if I saw him sick. like like across from me like this, I would like probably just pass out That's or like black. I'd probably black out. I'd probably not remember what I said to him. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it, dude, it's weird. Like yeah. you see some, it's like a good like five seconds to be like, "Yeah, okay, this is this is yeah. fucking happening." Yeah. Like, dude, I had that. When we went to their fucking hockey tournament for Barstool, oh, I yeah. had that with some of those guys. The Barstool like, guys, yeah. Yeah, like I saw Feidel, John Feidelberg, watched KFC radio, especially during like peak COVID time when we just didn't leave the house. Watched KFC radio on TV all the time. And then I see Feidelberg in person, and I'm just like, this is fucking crazy. Like it just, it was insane. He was probably the coolest. Yeah, he was cool. He was pretty awesome. Yeah. Who would be your, who'd be your pick? I'm gonna try to keep it towards the film industry since that's since you know you're sure. here. And I'm not gonna talk about 
athletics oh, or dude, anything athletes, like that. If I saw Tom Brady, I'd suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, honestly. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, let me just... I'd, I'd, him, him, Sidney Crosby. Yeah. But I'll keep it towards the film industry. I, I'm a big Adam Sandler fan. I've dude, said that a hundred times. Yeah, that's a good one. Hit, like him, Ben Affleck would be a big one for me. I, I like all the shit he does. Yeah, dude. dude ben Affleck, is, people love Ben Affleck or they hate Ben Affleck. I know a lot I'm of a my bit, friends that yeah, do fan. not like I, Ben I Affleck. And I'm like, bro, well, I, so I, I guess I don't know how he is in his personal life dude he's he, uh, just, you know, he just I, dated Ana de Aramis and he's getting married to j-lo yeah the everyone, dude's winning yeah, everyone has their shit the yeah he may have been life. a dick or whatever in his past relationships or whatever but he's, you know it's ben affleck he's winning so much <laughs> right? in life that he can pull off the dragon back tattoo that nobody just atrocious, like well bro. i like i like the guys like you said that will act and like write their stuff or direct is, i know yeah. he does that that's Sandler, right. yeah the Sandler. town is one the of my town, favorite movies yeah. i mean an all-time movie yeah i've gotten uh, about all time i i like guy Ritchie's movies yeah did you see the gentleman I, I was gonna I, go home and watch that I literally just tonight. watched it the other day for the first I, time I, no 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 i've seen it yeah. So many Dude, times. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Know, it just yeah. got put on Netflix. I, John it's so was good. telling me about I, it yesterday. I just watched it the other day as well. You, and you'll love it because you love McConaughey. Dude, I know. And, and, and Jack McConaughey is a fucking badass. Jack Teller's in it too, and right? He's also a badass. Yeah, They're so the two like, best characters for dude, sure. Fuck yeah. Another one it's I thought of good. too. This is fucking mainstream as fuck, but Leo. If I saw yeah, Leo, I would like die. You know who Leo's childhood best friend is? Toby Bond. Kevin Connolly. Really? Oh, and Toby. Toby. They're, they're yeah. the three yeah. of them. They're know. the Pussy Patrol, dude. They're the Pussy I, Patrol. I, remember that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. So yeah, Kevin Con- dude, they actually, in the script, cool. they actually mention, because Connolly in the show, or in the at pilot, he talks about how he needs money, he needs a guest, and his wife in real life, who's also his wife in the show, um, says, why don't you ask your like best friend? And he, he doesn't say Leo, but he says like... Yeah, I'll ask him to stop saving the oceans to come record a podcast. They think reference him, but he Kevin Connolly's also known for like never like like bringing Leo to the office or doing whatever. They their friendship is like very very private because Leo's a very private person. Yeah, but yeah, seeing Leo would be fucking crazy, crazy, crazy right? Holy It'd be shit. like you wouldn't believe it'd it. be that one. That one would yeah. be fucked. Yeah, that would be fucked. Do you have anybody else? Dude, there's so many. Dude, I, I, I like, I'm going down a rabbit hole. In if my mind, if yeah. we're talking directors, <laughs> dude, like I love Tarantino's movies. He's a weird fuck. He's around. Bro. I know he's a weird guy. He owns a theater in L.A., like a mile away from me, and they only show movies on film. Mm-hmm. And I thought you were gonna say they only play Tarantino movies. I was like, well, that's sick. Well, no, they they well, so they do like movies on film. Like they just had. Um, they showed like uh, they had a James Bond week where it was like Skyfall, Casino Royale, all in film. But then once a month they'll show a Tarantino movie, and it always says like Kill Bill, Tarantino's personal copy, like playing there. That's, That's and the Whoa. theater only only plays movies on film. And uh, if you guys ever get a chance to go to a theater where they pl- they're playing something on film, I highly highly recommend it. It's just it's it's it looks different, but it's a very like it's such an awesome experience to see them on film. Like we used to, I was lucky enough. We had a lot of um, film prints when I was in college, and we had a bunch of theaters where, like, I got to see The Godfather on film, Jaws on film, Exorcist director's cut on film was fucking crazy. It probably feel like I'm trying to think. It's got the the graininess. Yeah, you see the grainy texture, but it also looks like it looks beautiful. Like I like hearing that stuff and like reading. Like I know Tarantino is kind of a weird guy, but I've read a lot of stuff about him, and when he was like nerding out about. Hateful Eight, mm-hmm. and in the he said he found like this camera lens or something to use to film that movie that was like super old, 
like over 50 years old. So and nice. you can see the graininess in that movie, dude, if you've ever seen so it. So most Obviously, people shoot on seen it. most people who do shoot film shoot on 35 and that's what like what we shot the pilot on. That's very common, but what Tarantino is referring to, I think is he shot his on 70. And so when you shoot something on 70, you take 35 millimeter and you literally turn it on its side so it's longer. Oh yeah. You have yeah, a, yeah. like a real oh. long shot like um it's I don't know like the black bars are kind yeah. of like a wide instead screen. of like necessarily on the side it's yeah. on the top so it's oh, just like yeah, yeah. landscape shots yeah, yeah, that are yeah. crazy so he did that that's cool yeah the wildest like camera thing that I remember from college was I took a, a Stanley Kubrick class he did The Shining mm-hmm. and Full Metal Jacket when he did a movie called Barry Lyndon he wanted to shoot a movie so this movie was like like olden days like. I don't even know what to like describe it as like Gilded Age stuff, like Bridgerton esque, like they're in yeah, castles, yeah. they're yeah. princesses and shit like that. But he wanted every shot to look like a painting, and it does. It's truly remarkable. Every shot looks like a painting. But there is one scene he did where the entire scene is lit by candlelight. Whoa. Now that is physically impossible. There's things with cameras called f-stops, and f-stops are like the lower the number is. Um, how little light basically you're letting into the lens, the higher the number, the more. So like when you're shooting the sun, you will have it like all the way up. And when you're shooting like darkness, you have it all the way down and to, to get let in as much light as possible. But the lowest F stop on a normal camera is two. He, Stanley Kubrick to film these candlelight scenes, he bought a camera from NASA what? And, and literally had it like manufactured onto a camera, and that f stop was like point zero zero eight. What? Whoa. <laughs> but the thing was, they said we can make this camera for you, but once you use it, you can never use it again because you'll just the lens will be like you can't unmove the lens, like that's it. And he was like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." So those lenses Sick. are those lenses are in a museum, and they were literally sh- used just to shoot like this candlelight scene. It's I can't imagine it in the money that that probably cost for one scene. Yeah, let's get. That's up. really really cool though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I, no. I just I didn't. I oh, want to no, know no, your people. Good. Yeah. Know who's your people? Who's your Mine. I mean, I could think of a lot of inter- entertainers, but I think just to like sit down and talk to somebody, it'd probably be Stephen King because I'm like a huge Stephen King fan. Dude, read a bunch of his. Do you books. know what he? Do you know what he does for filmmakers? Is he writes a fuckload of short stories, like two to three pages that he just does on his and, own and he, for like a dollar. He right? sells them he for sells a dollar them, for yeah. kids who want to buy them. He, you can purchase the rights for a dollar. Whereas, yeah, like I, cool. when I bought the uh, the really memoir cool. with my other roommates, we we paid the guy like ten grand. And Stephen King sells him for like a dollar. He's the void. Dude, people forget. Uh, Shawshank Redemption yeah. was purchased for like three bucks. Whoa. What? I didn't know that. Shawshank but, but was then, his first story. Like, if I would have another one of like a similar status, it'd probably be like old rockers, like Paul McCartney. I mean, I just like Ooh. seeing him, yeah, like all this stuff. Seeing he's Paul done, would be sick. Dude. Uh, it'd be unbelievable. Yeah. So, like, for me, actual starstruck, like walking in rooms, not knowing what to say, the runner up would definitely be Brad Pitt. Ooh. Like, if I walked into a room and saw Brad Pitt, and I'm not even, like, I, I watch movies that he's in, but I don't, like, watch every ba- Brad Pitt movie. He's yeah. just, like, one of those, like, mesmerizing, yeah. gorgeous fucking people that I would see. I wouldn't know what to say. And then my my all-time, dude, if I walked in a room and fucking Robert Downey Jr. I, dude, I knew that was going to be your number one. Oh, dude, if if yeah. he if he was anywhere around me, I would I would like yeah. panic. I would I would want to talk to him, but I just wouldn't know what to say to him because he's just incredible to me. Yeah, he's a, he's a beast. He's a fucking legend, man. Dang, that's a good one. 
So good. I got to ask you, because we only talked about it, and we all saw it together. We only, me and you only talked about it a little bit over text. What did you think of uh, the Batman when we went to go see it again? Oh, yeah. So, well, so now I can say yeah, it. Yeah, now yeah. you can talk. Because so I, I came in November for, was it Thanksgiving? I don't know when I came. Yeah. Somewhere around there. One but of the times. I got to see the Batman in October. Yeah. And it was like a random fucking, random like I got a link on my Instagram that said, "Hey, come see a new movie from Warner Brothers," and I was like, "This is bullshit." Signed up, and then I got an email. I was like, "Hey, come to the Warner Brothers lot on this day at this time. Bring your ID." And then I, my roommate and I were like, "All right, let's go." And we went with another friend of ours. We get there, and first thing they say is, "Go put your phone and anything electronic-wise in your car, like right now." And we were like, "Oh, okay." We had to go in. We had to sign NDAs, a bunch of NDAs to not say anything. We had to fill out, like, COVID forms and everything. And then they took us in groups of, like, 10, and they walked us through the Warner Brothers lot. So I passed, like, big sound stages. And what's cool about Warner Brothers is on every sound stage, there's a giant plaque that says, like, Friends was filmed from 1994 to 2004. This was filmed here. This And, like, each studio has, like, 20 of them on there. And then if you keep walking through, you pass this, like, grass area, and it was the friend's couch from their opening and stuff. So I thought that was cool. And then we turn the corner, and it's a city. It's like a fake city that they film in all the time for, like, sitcoms and shit or just movies in general. And in the distance is a box office, like a theater with, like, the letters out front of what movie's playing. And we walk up, and it says Dune. And this was, like, a week before Dune was coming out. And we were like, oh, we get to see Dune, like, a week early. That's cool. We were, like, stoked anyway. Actually, no, we were kind of bummed because we had already bought our tickets to Dune. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> we were like, bro, this is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> this is dumb. I need a refund. Yeah. yeah. So we get in there, and we walk in, and it's one of the theaters that would... So when you walk in, there's two sections. There's a part up top, and then there's a part in the bottom. And then in the middle are, like, two chairs. And then in between the two chairs is a phone. And... That's where the director sits. Cause, so if you ever go to a movie again, the best place to sit in a movie is in the middle row in the middle because that is where all the acoustics are lined up. That's also where the director sits when he's editing. Good, so, to, know. So the, Good to know. So the phone is there when he's watching the cut. He calls up to the editor and says, hey, change this or do this, or it's loud on the left, not on the right. Like, fix that. And so that's where we do it. And then we were in this theater, no popcorn, no drinks, nothing. We actually we all took edibles. Nice. We didn't know what was going on. Nice. And we get in there. We sat there for an hour waiting for people to keep piling in, piling in. I'm starving at this point because we thought we were getting food. So I'm like, hi, starving, didn't know what's going on. An executive <laughs> executive walks up, and he's in a suit, and he goes, thank you all for coming. Um, obviously, this is a very high-profile situation, so you all need to really uh, reinforce the NDAs that you signed. And we were all like, okay, <laughs> what? And he gets up there and he's like, you guys are the first crowd in the world to see the Batman. And the theater erupted. Ten times bigger than No Way Home. I jumped out of my seat and high-fived strangers. It was was fucking crazy. My roommate, we were going buck wild. And then he was like, also, okay, so you're going to watch this, whatever. It was not, he goes, it's not done. Now, by that, it was like, there were a couple things, like, um, CGI-wise that weren't, like, finished. One of them being, um, like, the wingsuit when he flies off. There was, like, one little shot of CG that they did that just, like, it literally looked like a Pixar movie. It was, like, animated. That's how, yeah, like, yeah. you build animations with uh, visual effects. So it looked like that. It was, like, three seconds, and that was that. And then a couple shots of that in the car chase. But besides that, everything was the same. Um, 
but it was weird when it started the first minute was the audio wasn't synced and so it was like people were mouths were moving but the audio wasn't lined up and we were like oh my god fuck three hours of this well we didn't know how long it was either yeah and then they started it over they said sorry we have to sync the audio sorry and then we started it over and at that point there was so much adrenaline going through me that i didn't have it i didn't care that i was hungry anymore and it was th- yeah it was three hours and we were like Okay, and then afterwards, they gave us a tablet. There was, like, a little iPad underneath our seat, and we had to fill out a questionnaire that took, like, 30 minutes. Jeez. It was, what did you think of this? What did you think of this character? And it was, like, Batman. And then there was, like, 20 questions just on that. What did you think of Catwoman? What movies did this remind you of? Like, it was, like, balls to the wall. They wanted to get all information. And so I liked it. I, so I, like, I liked it a lot. I did have some issues. and. After seeing it in October, I was like, okay, it's three hours. Usually when you see a rough cut, you're going to cut it down. And so we were like, okay, three hours, that means it's probably going to be like two and a half, which is great. And then come January, they were like, Batman, it's going to be a three-hour movie. And I was like, what? They didn't cut shit. So that's where I was kind of like, okay. Um, My biggest problem with it was, and this is just like my opinion, the last, once the Riddler gets caught, I felt it kind of went like, yep downhill a little bit i did not like at all i thought the shit where batman goes to like the arena that's flooding and he has to fight like 20 riddlers i thought that came out of nowhere when that just kind of threw me off and that was really the only thing that really fucked like with me like it had i thought robert pattinson was amazing i thought it was the best catwoman we've ever seen and cinematography was great music was great I thought the first hour of that movie was unbelievable. Yeah. I thought that was like, this is a perfect movie. I, so far. I, th- same kind of thing with me. And I thought they, just, they started to drag it on. And at I was the like, end, I was it like, it could have been over literally like it, 25 minutes. It did minutes not ago. need to be, it did not need to be three hours. Yeah. It could have been like two and a half. My favorite scene, I loved the fucking Batmobile jumping through the fire scene when the penguin's car flipped or whatever. Yeah. That whole scene was fucking Dude, sick. Dude, the, the, when that Batmobile started up, that sequence. Yeah. Was, the, another thing was, like, it, it felt like a, a regular premiere, too, because people were cheering throughout the whole movie. Yeah. So there were a lot of times when, like, like when he when that Batmobile started, it, it erupted. So yeah. when when you saw, saw it for the first time, was that Joker scene in the movie? That no. Nick, okay, so that was that was not in the movie. That was that was the only scene that I did not see was the Joker. Okay, scene. was the music done like the Nirvana song was in it? Yep, That's everything cool. was in it. Uh, I see. My thing is, I loved the score. The bum 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 bum. I loved that. I felt he used it too much. It was in every fucking scene. True. It was in literally every scene, which is like it's a great score. But after by the end, I'm like, yep. <laughs> I it's the Batman theme, yeah. like I get it. Whereas, like, if you look at like the Dark Knight for a comparison, like they had similar like scores, but it was different. Or like the Joker had one where it was like that high pitched ring that would just kind of like build and build and build. And then you had like the the actual like trumpet, like the end with the Dark Knight. So like he had variation, but I didn't feel like there was a lot of that in the Batman, which I wanted more of. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I like again. I like really liked it. My roommate did not. My roommate was not happy. He Dang. he was like me with the ending times like ten. He was like Damn. he was like I thought that was like mid. Whereas I liked it a lot. Mid. Like he like he for instance, we saw it in October. I said I was like I'm going to see it when it comes out again. And yeah. he was like I won't. I'll wait till it's on HBO. I think I think there this is one of those instances because we know it's going to be probably at least a trilogy 
where do, they're doing spinoffs on sh- and yeah, shows and shows and stuff. It's gonna be like the just, Batverse that just, they're gonna they make. They just uh, announced Batman too. I think it's yeah, I saw that. I think it's gonna be one of these instances where after it's all said and done, people's opinions might change if that makes sense. Like they'll look back on it as a collective. I agree. Yeah. I agree with the problems of the first movie. Like with the length and some stuff being drawn out, but at the same time, I try to look at it in a bigger picture. Where like, yeah. this might, you know, like it's a good uh, like starting off point yeah, oh, to, yeah. oh, to build to build the world. Yeah, I think like over, Beca- like I said, I think it's a great movie. Because because I really the, do. I, I think truly, it's the best looking Gotham that we've. And got. That's what I said. No, that, yeah, there are certain that's things about said. it. Like I remember seeing something that was like this was a really good Batman, but like Christian Bale had a better Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas like this Gotham was like really good Gotham. Whereas the Gotham in the Dark Knight felt like New York. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah. like dark and gritty. Yeah. Like yeah. it didn't. It, yeah, exactly. No, no, it was dark and gritty. And Batman, Batman begins. Be- dude. Well, we, yeah. We so talked that's about exactly what exact we said. Thing, yeah. We said out of the Dark Knight trilogy. Gotham and Batman Begins Begin has the most Gotham dark and feel. gloomy and mm-hmm. shit, and then Dark Knight Rises and Dark Knight. Yeah. It was just like all this. Now is New York. I don't think, like I think every movie in the Dark Knight trilogy is better than the Batman. I still I think that I think Begins. I mean Dark Knight's like yeah untouchable. But uh, that was one thing that was pissing me off was after I saw that movie or after I saw the Batman October. One thing that went through my head was like. People are going to suck this off. Yeah. I knew that. I was like, there are. I can already see it now. Which is better, the Dark Knight or the Batman? I'm like, you can't even fucking touch yeah. that, man. And like, I, I get tired of that always having to compare because it's it sucks. It's all over. T- you're probably on the same side of TikTok as me yeah. with movies and shit. Like, it's always that. Which is better? It, 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 which Spider Man is it, the it best? Doesn't matter. Like, they're they're different. They're yeah. both different. Yeah. Like, let it let it go. Yeah. But I also look at going off of your point and how like over time we'll look at it differently. I think people have a lot of different opinions towards the prequel trilogy of Star Wars after we got the newest trilogy. Agreed. Yeah. Right? right? You yeah. look I back mean, and you're like, hey, I like those. But, but <laughs> bro, that's the but same thing. if you're thing. like me, you always like them. No, the prequels, <laughs> I've loved them forever. <laughs> my I, entire they're, they're, life. Like, yeah, g- growing up, and like you've seen the Darth Maul yeah. fight and yeah. the race, speed race. It's like I the mean, coolest thing Attack ever. Attack of the Clones is still literal dog shit. But I still re- love it. Revenge so of, many lightsabers. That movie, I can't. I can't like the the attack of the clones attack is so on bad. the 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 battle on Geonosis. Are you kidding me? With all the lightsabers and all the fucking. I mean that's okay, but clones. I, but yo, Revenge of the Sith shit. though is unbelievable. Yo, yeah, Re- yeah, the last yeah. hour still Revenge like of my Sith. favorite movie. Fucking ever. That's, that's it's fucking funny because like, what'd you say? The, Rogue the, One's the best Star Wars. Sorry, Rogue One. I I, have I, love to, I Rogue agree one. with that. Movie movie wise, yeah, it's the best Facts. Star Wars content probably. Uh, I, I would. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, dude, I have so many. It's very, like, it's very well made. Yeah, it's a you great know what I mean. Movie. Like it really captured the the aesthetic of of that like time period, like the original trilogy. Yeah, it's a great movie. But I think it's funny when you could, like go across the trilogy. It's so funny how the gears just shifted to Star Wars. Dude, let's fucking. I don't care. Like it's whatever. Oh, yeah. the the what original want? trilogy, the prequel trilogy had great ending movies. I am sorry, but like. The the final one in the sequel trilogy is fucking dog shit. Oh, it's, it's garbage. They, Dude, had, it's so they had so many. They had a great. So they bad. had great ideas that they could have expanded on that it just became fucking. And dog it, shit. and it's it's so it's so weird because I remember when we were all in theaters watching it, oh, and like God. I was glued to the screen. I remember being like, man, the, the action and stuff. Yeah. But then like when I p- was processing it in the car on the way home, I was like. That wasn't good, bro. That, ha- <laughs> that happens to me. Yo, that one, dude. I've been there. <laughs> that, where I watch movies. I mean? and I'm like, I want to say something good about it, but like, 
fuck that. That's movie. me, like literally. Even like on both sides, like yeah, there's there's instances where I'm like, I fucking love this, and I'm always gonna love it. But there's times where I leave, and I'm like, I don't realize till the next day if I like liked yeah. it or I hate like didn't like it. Right, and I think and with I that felt movie. the same way with Rise. You talking about Rise? Yeah, Rise, Rise Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, I was like, I was glued to it too, watching. I was like, damn, this is intense with all this shit going on. And then like after, I was like. I don't know, like Ray and Ray and Kylo Ren kissed and shit. I'm yeah. like, what? Nah, what is this? Nah. Like, I, I, I think <laughs> fuck that. I think that feeling that I'm talking about though, where like, I, I think it speaks to like the casting. I think it, they did a good job, like with the actors they chose and stuff. It was just the material was just not good. It was doomed yeah. from the beginning, not being a whole cohesive yeah they, trilogy. I thought I was remember reading something. They were just kind of going with it as they went on. They didn't it's have exactly. anything planned out. Which yeah. is, and, and, and you don't do that with the most beloved franchise exactly. of I mean, all like, time. Like you, you buy, you buy, you just throwing up shots. Yeah, you yeah, buy Lucasfilms for billions. You know you're gonna. You know you're going to continue this beloved story. They they straight up and you're just not going to have a plan for it. They pulled a Fast and Furious with the sequel trilogy. But yeah, how about the director leaving? Yeah, right, dude. He was like held hostage in that Vin Diesel. Good on him. Fuck Vin Diesel. Good on him. But I think he's delusional now. Vin Diesel, crazy. Yeah, he thinks he's making Paul Walker rolling over in his grave. Seriously, but that's what's weird about like the Star Wars stuff because then you have a guy with and Kevin Feige who just went to a meeting or something this week or last week where they have the MCU planned out until 2032 right now. Sounds about right. L- but yeah. but how how do you not do that when you when you are thinking of Star Wars? Yeah. I, I think they are at that point now, Star Wars. I think they realized how hard they dropped the ball. I, I oh, just yeah. mean like before. Then, yeah, like, you're right. like when you Dude, acquire it, you, you're, you're going to bring it back. Yeah. You have to have you, some You, you read plan. all this stuff that like there's conspiracy theories that like the Mandalorian is literally made to correct Everything Fact, and and who's on fucking charge of that John Favreau, yep. the dude, goat. The go- like literally, that, the that's goat. literally the goat. what mo- what most people say is w- by the time the Mandalorian is all said and done, its main purpose was to correct the movies and like make things a little bit more cohesive than Good. they ended up I mean, being. Dude, the end of season two when Luke shows up is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Oh uh, my god. Wait, did you see Doctor Strange no. with them yesterday? Uh, no, okay, I did. We can't talk about what we saw before the movie. What? Which one? Avatar Yo, 2. Yo, dude, yes, oh, we yeah. can. Avatar 2 trailer, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm oh, so, fuck. I my was crazy. Dude, my, so much. my theater went <laughs> dead silent. No, that's how it was as with us. As soon as that, it was we quiet, saw, like, yeah. the water, we were yeah. like, everyone in the theater was like, so, oh, Avatar. So, can I say well, something? Well, like, we knew, like, we I, we all knew that that was going to be yeah. playing yeah. before. Yeah. That so was announced. I have a question. I just I, I don't care. I'm just, I'll just preface. I can't even spoil it. No, no, no. Go ahead. I really don't care. I need to watch it I really don't care. It's really... <laughs> no, but, but, there's again. nothing that actually happens in it. It's, it's just dude, the visual. It's yeah. just dude, the visual. The first visuals. minute and a half is yeah. all music and showing shots visuals yeah. of like them swimming and dude. I can't uh, I fucking mean, wait for Avatar. Say too, whatever so, you want. I had a, a mishap happen yesterday that caused me to miss out on it, and I I told myself last night. I said, you know what? Just deal with the spoilers. I'm not going to ruin this episode. It needs all of it needs to be talked about. So just well, go go hey, on and so do because, do your because, thing, because boys. Because you're saying this, did I did I tell you guys about uh, my James Bond story? No. When I went no. and saw James Bond about what happened to me. So no, I feel which, your pain. the most recent. Yeah, no time to die. I I definitely I may have told you probably you did. What, ha- what happened? So my roommates and I, we all go to uh, No Time to Die in like the opening weekend, and we get in there, we sit down, and I leave to go get popcorn and go to the bathroom and also an alcoholic drink. 
and they I serve alcohol at the they had a bar. They had a bar. Oh, oh come bro. on, dude. We're in West Virginia, and we don't have that. <laughs> what, <laughs> dude? It's dude. it's great getting like, especially if you're not driving, just get fucking. Like, yeah. Get me a double. Let's run it. Or what we do is we'll get what I do with my friends sometimes. There's a theater nearby we can walk to. Is we'll get we'll bring shooters. We'll buy, we'll buy a soda and just. You know what yeah, I've yeah. said? I guess it could uh, ruin the illusion real quick. Sorry, I'm interrupting. I said it on the pod before. I would love in this this case where they had like a fucking intermission, so you don't miss any part of it. You get up and pee, get another drink, come back. It depends on the length. Yeah, yeah I would yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if it was like a three hour movie for sure. Yeah. But quick interjection because you talked about <laughs> alcohol. I, I gotta pee. When 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 I when we went to see it was me, Gaff, and Jacko, we went to see uh I think it was Rogue One. It was one of the Star Wars movies. Anyway, I know exactly this anyway, great. We we get into the theater, we sit down in our seats, preview start playing, and Alden looks at me, he's like, dude, like I just we need to get some alcohol. I'm like, we're in the fucking theater. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, nah, dude, we like we we need like we smoked we got super high on the yeah. way, and he's like, no, nah, we got to keep the buzz going. I was like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, let's just run to the gas station real quick. I was like, the previews are playing. <laughs> we literally walked out the fucking door. What theater? The mall, Ohio Valley Mall. Oh, we walked out the door next to the screen, <laughs> hopped in my car, went and got a couple forties, walked back in with them all in our pants, <laughs> and the people were looking at us like. Didn't these guys already walk in? We just walked right by them, went back to the theater, and yeah, we had 40s during the whole movie. Dude, that's fucking awesome. That's so good. <laughs> but like so pointless, you know, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. And I can remember uh, one of the previews that was playing at the time was for Zootopia. Oh, yeah. And it was the scene where the sloth is like in this store the or whatever. Yeah. yeah, the DMV going so slow. And I was so baked and drunk. <laughs> I was in tears laughing so hard <laughs> at, that, <laughs> yeah. at that preview. Dude, oh my God. All right, but continue. I'm sorry. Um, oh, yeah, okay. So when saw the movie, I left and got popcorn, went to the bathroom, got a drink, and I walk back in, and my roommates are, like, frozen with pure, like, shock. And I was like, what's going on? And they were like, dude, Daniel Craig just walked out <laughs> and thanked everybody for coming to the movie during, like, COVID and shit. Like, thanks everybody it. for coming. He was with Rami Malik too. Oh my god! And he like thanked everybody, and then they they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna stay for like a couple minutes, but thanks for coming out." And they spoke for like a minute and then left. And then I they they were like, "Dude, literally, you you like they walked out and you walked in." And so they literally told me that I like found out about it, and then the lights went down and the movie started. There were no trailers, and they weren't breaking you. No. And then I, and I, I, I said, I said, shut the, fu- I said, shut the fuck up. And they were like, bro, check your Snapchat. And they took videos and sent it no, in like a group chat. That's and dude, so I had to hear that, that I missed one of like my favorite like characters, yeah. and Daniel Craig playing Bond. And they told me that, and the movie started for the first thirty minutes. I was like, don't fucking talk to me. I would have been. Damn. I would have. It been, was a miserable experience. I would have been great very, movie, great very movie. distracted from the movie and very salty. Oh, I was very, very salty. I didn't do. I did not speak like the rest of the night. I went home and like started like just drinking by myself. Well, at least you got to see the movie. <laughs> well, yeah, the movie was yeah. cool. But then I, I said, I told them, I was like, I think we're we're um we're all square now. Once I saw Nolan and they didn't, they were yeah, they were they go. were bummed about that. I was like, yeah, yeah okay, we're even now, motherfuckers. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> there you go. Well, so. I kind of I want to ask one question that we sure. talked about. So going back to the Batman and that that Joker scene that came out. So if it wasn't in the original cut, do you think that's and I know this is so hard to answer the the generic answer is like, well, yeah, it just it brings hype to the next movie. But do you think that's kind of like 
they filmed that knowing that they weren't going to put it in the movie and they eventually were going to drop it after? Or how does that process work? Is that something that's filmed? I I completely forgot about that. So, um, well, this is kind of uncommon that they literally, that the studio and, like, the director released a scene that was maybe supposed to be in the movie but that wasn't in the movie. They just dropped it afterwards for, like, shits and gigs. That's, that never happens. I found that extremely odd for that reason. No, yeah, that never happens, which in the long run is good because it's almost like their way of doing an end credit scene. Yeah, true. Yeah, Like MCU, but they didn't do it. Now, I will say I was completely forgot about what you were talking about. So the scene in the movie, it's the Riddler talking to the Joker. Yes. And you don't see the Joker, like, ever. And then they released the scene where it's like one on one, where you see the Joker a little bit more. But um, yeah, the one where it's Riddler and Joker, that just wasn't in it. Oh, huh. that one wasn't. Oh, that no, wasn't that either. Was, that's what I was talking about. That wasn't in it. That wasn't in oh. the cut oh, I saw wow. in October. Because when I saw that in March, I was like, "Oh, this is new." Yeah. I, was, I saw it with my buddy who had didn't see it with us, and I was like, "Everything so far is the exact same." That was one thing that was, I guess, different. I was waiting to see what they would do to change. Seeing some stuff with, um like not cg or not like animated because it wasn't finished mm-hmm. like and it was weird dude it literally like it would show something and then on the bottom of the screen it would say like in text batman wingsuit like that's what would pop up oh, and would yeah. do that and so all that was out which was like cool to see because um, i i thought it was weird because of course you know you have the internet breaking that whole scene down and that is a giant scene because the joker does take that paper clip off of that file and like puts it in his pocket or whatever that's huge yeah and you, you know that's cool. going to be a thing like maybe how he gets out of the cell or whatever it is. So yeah. that's that's why I was just shocked about that. And now even reassuring that that wasn't even a part of the original thing yeah. that you saw. I, you know, it really wasn't. And I, I, I also I would I, I would say I, I really like Barry Keoghan. Dude, I love him. So as I'm, I'm excited to see him as that. And I'm also, like, I think, too. again, people are going to try and compare. Just don't don't can't. don't touch Heath. You just can't. I think he's this dude's gonna look like the most uh, gruesome Joker. Yeah, already yeah. his Dude, face his is already face figured he is fucked, fucked up. up. But see, I'm interested because he doesn't have any face paint on. Paint on exactly. He was just like yeah. cut up, cut the fuck up. Yeah, so, yeah I think he has the I'm potential curious. to look fucking cool. Yeah, I liked. I mean, I liked Joaquin's Joker just like a standalone. I thought that movie was fucking dope. And then. Jared Leto is a fucking piece of shit. So, <laughs> did you see Morbius? No, no, no I that's refused, crazy. I refused didn't to see. Yeah, I do. I do love on TikTok how they're calling it like the greatest movie ever as like a running joke. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I did not pay to see. Well, that. I was gonna go see, but it's coming out on like you can get it on Apple TV and stuff. Like in a very couple soon. Weeks. Yo, y'all gotta go see everything everywhere. All Dude, once. I've been hearing so many things about it on TikTok. The most original movie I've ever seen in my life. What's it called? Everything, everywhere, all at once. All right, it's fucking wild. I like the movie. I heard it was good. Wild. It's dude. It's like it's so it's about like the multiverse, and I did. I can't even. I can't even describe it. Like not because I'm trying it's to spoil theaters it. right now. Yeah, yeah, it should be. It did. If you if you it it right now, I would say, dude. I like uh, most people are putting the Batman up there, but I think so far it's the best movie of the year. I've seen that too. Do you think this I haven't is, seen it? But do you I've think heard that. this is them just prepping us in real life that the multiverse is an actual thing? That well, they know dude, because if you think about all the things that are coming out, you just saying that it's yeah. like, why is this a thing? Well, one thing that's really sticking with me, and this is a Doctor Strange spoiler, so to speak. Well, he, tra- you know, he travels to like the multiverse. Let's so preface because I'm sure we're gonna keep talking. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If you don't want spoiled, just I, I'm sh- not even trying to like really get into it. So I'm pissed. <laughs> so, no, I'm not even gonna like talk about the plot or anything. There's mention it's like really early on in the movie. Doctor Strange has a dream, 
and then he meets somebody who's traveled through the multiverse and he said i saw you in a dream and he and she said dreams aren't like dreams aren't real when you're dreaming you're actually looking at yourself in another universe and so one guy's like what about to go so me running away naked from a clown and she's like yeah that probably happened in another universe dude dude, i said that that that, that fucked with me i I was like i said it last week then then my multiverse version of me is just getting laid dude, a lot. Dude, I literally said that stoned in an episode in like 2020, I remember saying that. Yeah. And then now all this shit is you, just You've been on the dream yeah. thing yeah. for a long I'm time. I'm telling yeah. you, man, yeah. like it, it makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, he's talking he really about it on here. We, you know, it, it's real funny, like if you go back in our catalog of episodes, like we have a lot of like real introspective stoner episodes yeah. where we're just like, Going off the deep end yeah. about weird shit, it's the best. dude. But I like those episodes. I like the conspiracy theory type shit. I want to. I just saw something cool. Fans are awesome, but they suck at the same time because they can rip everything. Yeah. But they dive into everything and just find the smallest details and shit. So the whole thing with the dreams, I saw someone take that and then add the scene from uh, Infinity War where Iron Man's talking to Pepper about, I had a dream that we had a kid. It was so real. Her, her name was Morgan. And then that's what actually happens. I'm like, that's so sick. That is, like, hey, that's true. I didn't yeah. think about that. It's like, that. man, he, his multiversal self had a kid named Morgan, and then he had a kid and named it Morgan. Like, that's so cool. I just love Dude, when people, that shit's, that shit's I trippy, love when people dive deep it's, into it's it. It's trippy to think about. Well, here, here's what I'll say. If we're not going to spoil plots I, wait, wait, I do. I do love how there are people like us who are like, yo, religion, fuck you. But like, yo, there are like 60 universes out there. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The belief system is all fucked. But, like, oh, <laughs> like, that's so my, my thing, my thing, that's my so thing with religion is I was raised Catholic, but like I saw somebody talk about it is I don't give a fuck if you're religious. You know, I'll fight for your rights to be religious you have the right to do that but i don't have to live my life because you're living your life based on some fucking book amen well yeah so like like, i agree i i'm gonna have to say everybody feels that way in this yeah yeah Yeah. but like the sorry the video of the guys playing the guitar and shit on the plane and like singing church songs Dude, oh, yeah. Oh my I, I would have freaked out. I would have too. There, I love. There are some people with their masks on, just like standing there. I mean, I blare <laughs> music or I watch movies. Like I watched World of Worlds on the way over here. Awesome. Well, the thing with me is like I Fuck that shit. me like I'm speaking for myself. Hundred percent. I believe in spirits. I believe in like heaven, afterlife, God. But like the whole like religion thing is where I. It's really conflicting to me because like everything you know we get taught like the golden rule and shit when we're kids like treat everyone how you want to be treated and shit oh, yo, religion religion can be some of the most judgmental people without a doubt and i'm like that's where it's like what and, are yo, we 30 bucks 30 yeah. bucks says the golden rule was probably from some civil rights activist that yeah. some white dude took and but, was like jesus no but my, my point my point <laughs> being it's <laughs> like fucking bitch get the fuck out of here they preach in religion like you know don't sin like everyone love everyone but but then there's also no, I but mean, like religious people like judge the fuck out of people. Well, let let's get actually real about it. Like Catholics, like you, g- you gay people yeah, are yeah, like, like condemned to hell. Like we let's not sugarcoat it. We know Catholicism. Yeah, it's weird. We we all grew up with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Which and then that's mom, where I'm I like, that's why I was asked. We my first episode here, we were talking about St. Mike's and throwback. I was I was. Literally asked not to return to St. Mike's. They said it's best if Ted goes elsewhere. <laughs> 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 My dad was so proud. He was like, "Yes, we're oh, yeah. Catholic. Catholic's cool." But yeah, dude. Like, so kind of going off what you were saying, I identify. Fuck me. I say I'm agnostic. 
meaning I'm like you. I believe spirits, heaven, hell, whatever. I believe that there is the possibility that all that exists. I'm not going to know while I'm alive. Yeah. So Agreed. why waste my time trying to preach that yeah. and follow a set of rules that are outdated as fuck? Yeah, yeah. But I, I also think a big problem now, though, is is like us having this conversation, all knowing each other. That's great. Like yeah. we should be able to talk about this stuff. But somebody that lives across the street or in another city trying to come to me and talk to me about this stuff and tell me about their life, it's like, dude, I don't even know you. I I don't need to listen to you preach that i should do this or do that listen i might think that way but let's talk about like the score from the baseball game last night yeah. stuff that's actually it's, happening it's in also, real life it's, it's like a, it's like an opinion it's like if you come to me and you say attack of the clones is the greatest star wars movie ever and you're wrong if you think otherwise i'm gonna tell you to go fuck yourself and, I, and that's like the same thing it's like you're saying that because of this I have to agree with you. You you want to know something real shitty that and it's become eye opening in the last like month and a half. Let me preface it by saying like I don't know what I believe in. Truly, that's completely fair though. That's fair. That's a real. I I, I hear nothing but facts. What I believe in is like I just try to live my life like I don't want to treat people like shit and I don't want to be treated like shit and like I just try to do good things or whatever, even if they're just little things. Like I I don't. It basically the golden rule, like treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah, I've treated people poorly sometimes because they're fucking pricks. Well, yeah, but yeah, we've all made. But we've all, but like, but that's just me. I don't. It's 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 hard to to box myself into something. I just try to be the best person I can be, which is is how you should be. And it's like so being out in L.A. when you're around a lot of um like woke. Woke culture, very, liberal like, cucks, very very woke culture, and I'm not I'm not liberal, I'm not conservative. I'm like I consider myself an independent. I, yeah, I don't have. even know Same. what those words mean, dude. That, exactly. I don't even understand. I what think they there mean. are certain things that this side does that's good, but then like socially, I'm for everybody to be able to have whatever the fuck they want, call right. themselves whatever. I don't give a fuck. Don't throw it on me because I don't care. Like, do you? Yeah, everyone should exactly. be able to do themselves. So Thank socially, you. I'm like liberal. Do whatever the fuck you want. But one thing that's like I've always thought about I don't know if I said this on here before, but like Fuck it, just run it back if you did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so like uh like um if like uh, how do I say it? like if if you were gay and you were a fucking asshole mm-hmm. and I don't like you People are like, well, you don't like him because he's fucking yeah. gay. I'm like, no, I don't like him because he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I have no right to judge you on your sexuality. Whether or not you like three dicks up your ass, or you're only into women, or you like horses, or something like that, yeah. I have no right to hate you like that. But if you're an asshole, I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. a dick. I don't want to yeah. like, I don't want to associate with him because he's a dick. Yeah. And I hate how there's this like shield around them that they can't like be discarded that way or discouraged for being pretentious assholes. Like Key and Peele did a great skit on this exact it. thing. Which which one? Where they're like two cubicle mates. And the one's like flamingly gay, yeah. And the other guy just looks like a normal guy, and the, the flamingly gay one keeps bringing stuff up, and he's like, "Oh, well, you you hate it, you don't like because I'm gay," and blah 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 blah. And then it turns out, like five minutes later, the normal looking dude, like his boyfriend, comes walking in, yeah. <laughs> and they leave together, and the guy, and it, at the skit ends with the flamingly gay guy. He's like, he's like, oh. I'm the asshole. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. That's literally exactly what, it's, it's, exactly what and, that is. And, and not everyone's like that, but there are people who have this like this kind of level of arrogance that they think they can float around with because they're now in a culture that is perceived to be untouchable. Like one of my one of my really good friends out in L.A. Well, he just moved. 
he's an openly gay man and he does not like flaunt his shit in a way that's like I'm better than you because I feel guarded and nobody can touch me anything like that he's just like I do my thing you do yours like it doesn't fucking matter my roommate is fucking an openly like bisexual guy like we don't give a fuck like do you like we don't care he doesn't run around when he came out to me he was like listen I like guys and I like girls. I've hooked up with both. Uh, I'm not going to put my fucking pronouns in my page. I'm not going to float around like a fucking rainbow flag. I just don't do that. Like, do you? And, like, I'm like, great. Yeah. I'm not going to say yeah. otherwise. Really, honestly, it doesn't. It's easy as that. Easy. It's, 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 it really literally, is. It's literally yeah. like Chappelle's latest stand-up yeah. where he people say he attacked the trans community. He was like, no. He was like, you guys shouldn't be untouchable. Because nobody else is. Yeah. We can make fun of everybody. And that's what's wild you about that. You can make that. fun of everything. Yeah. Because his best friend who died. I don't, I don't play that shit. <laughs> his his <laughs> best friend like committed suicide he or whatever. It was trans. And, yeah. It was trans. And that's what the whole thing was about. Now, I'm, I'm with you. I, I just think it's more of people have lost touch and they don't know how to just generally try to understand people anymore. It's, yeah. it's like you, you show up somewhere. For example... People come to West Virginia, and the first thing they probably think is that we're all Republican redneck fucks. Oh, dude, the that, the looks I get, and that that's probably it. But in reality, it's like I'm just a redneck. This is, you know, see, I'm not a. I'm not even a redneck, and I'm from here. It, it's yeah. stuff. It's stuff that's just like it's taught and learned over time with individuals. Like for sure. it's like you People get, get brainwashed. Indo- yeah, at a young you get age. indoctrined like, and brainwashed. School and shit. There, like, there's people like us that like had the the mindset to like not believe everything you're told or else we probably wouldn't be where we are we'd be a lot different i mean we all like you said grew up, grew up catholic yep. but here we are yeah, but like it's, it's really scary these people is something i wanted to bring up like five minutes ago but like my fiance she has a new job she works for the city now like she runs center market the people that come in to her office i can't repeat any of the stuff that's said because it's bad it's it's beyond what you like in, it's just in, ridiculous in, 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 what, in, what, in what way, way? In what like, way? like religious they're mean, they're mean, oh. religious and like racist. bashing race religious racist i can't even believe it it's it, i can't fathom that these people take the time out of their day to go to the city manager uh, center market manager's office and spew this shit and moreover, because I'm you, like, what agenda does it push? What yeah. are you trying to accomplish? And that you think like you're in West Virginia again, so like everyone feels the same way. So I can Dude, say whatever everyone, yeah. fucked up. And you never believe that even in Wheeling, you hear so much shit just walking down the street. People are like, oh, yeah, can you believe this? It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Well, that, that's what's awkward for me now. I'm pro- I, you might have run into it. I don't know. But now West Virginia, there's a very diverse community of like gas station and vape owners. It's not all yep. just not all just white people anymore. It's like <laughs> Indian, Indian families, like white people, like. We're not just white. Yeah, they we're not just white owners. anymore. Put that on they're the billboard. So, but West Virginia had a bunch of vapors come in and colonize. But, but hold on. So I go to some stores in the middle of bumfuck West Virginia, and I go in there, and me, they're just white white people with no teeth throwing words that I'm like, in yeah. my head, I'm thinking, I don't even, you just said that just to say that word. Like, we're not even talking about this. Yeah, and you just went out of your way to say these specific words that... Dude, I was just asking you where you get your stuff from. Like, I don't care. About Bro, it. isn't it the most awkward feeling in the world when somebody 
start saying stuff to you, just assuming that you have the same beliefs. Dude, yeah. It's weird. You're like... Well, they look at us and they're like, you're from West Virginia and you're white, so you yeah, think the same way as I do. Just like, they do it to me you, all the time. Yeah. You, you, so, like, you get this weird, awkward feeling like, and you're just like, uh... Dude. Okay. Yeah. No, but you know what's it funny about what you're saying? No, I, I can't generalize, but I, I kind of can. Uh, Like, those kind of people that'll say shit, ignorant shit like that are like the same people within the same breath will start, like, Bible pushing. That, that's yeah. what it is. That's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, you there can't... There is a correlation you there. You can't, like, be racist and sh- all this fucking shit and claim, like, you're a Catholic and going to heaven. No, that's not how it's going to work. I hate to there, tell there, you, there, on Judgment there, Day, God's going to be like, you're a fucking yeah, dickhead. You're, like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Bro, that's why, like, what's going on with the, the Roe v. Wade shit? They're it's trying crazy. to take it away. I, dude, uh, Guaranteed, half those motherfuckers who are voting in favor are doing it because of their Christian beliefs. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, bro, you're following a book that says how people can live their lives. Like, ultimately, I will not, like, speak on the matter because I have no right to speak on the matter. Yeah. I will never carry We're child. dudes, bro. I will never carry child. Like, we don't know. Fuck no. We dude. don't know what the... we Like, I don't understand any of that. Hell no. Who, who am I to sit here and be like, that's wrong, you should never... Dude, I don't have to deal with any of these issues. Yeah, who gives a shit, It's bro. weird. It, what, what it, I, yeah, it's, what, it's weird, but, like, I, I at the same time... I don't want to be silent about it. I don't know. Like I haven't, I, I haven't like no, openly not, posted not shit. Oh, I'm silent. not talking about. But being I think, silent. but I think it's yeah. it is. I what I don't understand is, again, something I just said a few minutes ago. I think when I think of these weird things that happen like this, I try to think what agenda is this pushing? Who is it benefiting? I can't figure it out. No, yeah, that's why. Why? Why? As a as a white man, politician, or whatever. Do yeah. you care if a woman has a baby or not? Well, here's Th- my... That's why... I'm Sorry. And it's like... Isn't that more like government? Like, you can't do that? I, I just... I don't understand. It's so ass-backwards like because when you think the about Republican the government ideal? gains from healthcare, and now you're going to take away a sector of it for... I don't understand the reasoning... Well, here you know I'll, I mean? I'll, I'll, go, so many I'll go counter arguments. I'll go here for a second. We don't we, normally get like this, sorry, but we, like we, I do want to discuss it. it. We, we have this. It. We have this left side right now that's all in charge, and all we have to fucking hear about everything is woke, progressive, progressive. Do this. Everybody should be able to live their life. Everybody should be able to do this. Which again, I agree with. I'm not saying I disagree with that. And then these same people that are in charge, the same people that everybody voted for because they were looking for a different America and thought things were going to change, these people we voted for now are literally trying to take us back to... This, is, this has been a law since the 70s. So you're, you're literally preaching progressive, woke ideology shit, but you're going to try to take away a human right from... A, a woman, yeah. like when well, no this, women yeah, but, are. But, but, but you're, I'm. So, I don't mean to interject with you, but but <laughs> the. I think you got it backwards a little bit. I see what you're saying. The pe- you're, the, 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 no, the Supreme Court is 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 mostly Republican, so it's not the same. It's not the woke yeah, left. Yeah, even though you, I get what you're saying. That's who was voted in, like. To, to as in the presidency, but but ultimately, but, but everyone, most people that are in the Supreme Court that are passing these laws were appointed by Trump, which is fine. So, but doesn't the president, four, right? the president, yeah. should have the final say? He though, should. Correct? I agree, and he came out with a statement, whatever, saying he doesn't condone this. But at well, the now same it's t- twenty five states versus twenty five states. Yeah, so much. it's like, like split. 
I just I but see like even that like I I know the Republican side's like the dominant side in the House and all of that shit, but the ones that are quote unquote in charge and got voted in are the ones that are progressive woke. Like how do you how I, that's why politics will never make sense. It to doesn't me. make sense to me. I agree, but but that's the the system. 100%. Like what? How much power does the president actually have? Exactly, dude. Well, and, fucking and old now, ass Biden. And now doesn't this open the door for like a lot of stuff because. The whole thing is like it's not in the Constitution to do basically what Trump did, appoint all these justices, what he right never before. But but, he's playing chess. But it's but it's also like there's nothing in the Constitution (laughs) that you can't like add more seats, right? Or like pack, or you know what I mean? It's just so it's it's just like everyone's gonna break these so-called rules until it's like there's no rules at all. Exactly. Politics is like the biggest mind fuck to me because like I have no idea. No, me. I really don't. don't. I I was just talking. What I text you? What I text you guys earlier? I said Roe v. I was like the people trying to overturn Roe v. Wade. I was like, I said clearly they get no pussy. Well, here, so this is what I want (laughs) to say. Because when I I hook up with a girl, I I want to know that she's gonna have an abortion. Yeah, I just want to say I am not financially stable to have a child. I'm not. I'm all for it. And, I'm, and, and how hey, many fuckers? I'm, I'm let so me sorry. fucking say something. <laughs> I am not up to speed on like the political shit, any of it. So Joe Biden is president. No, okay, thank you. <laughs> no, but like what we're talking about, I haven't been. Yeah, fu- yeah, I, I never have. I've never been a news guy or a politics guy. I've it. been I like a principal guy the in news my keeps head. You living Same. in fear. Yes, I'm a principal I, guy. Absolutely agree. But here's my thing. In my opinion, the people who are like trying to make it so they can't have abortions or whatever it is. That, in my opinion, listen, I'm not pro, like, let's kill babies, but, like, that's not what I'm saying. But I just think it is dangerously, dangerously arrogant for people to try to take away that from a woman, uh, in my I, opinion. It's like a, in my opinion, it's like a power thing. It's like, it is. And it's that, so weird That's to me. the it disgusting is. thing about it. It's, it just yeah. seems like a power trip. Yeah. And that's what, what I go back to what I'm saying. It seems like a power trip, and I, and I don't understand the benefit of it. Like, I don't understand if you're these politicians sitting in a room and you're like, we should overturn this. What benefit does that give them? I, I, don't I truly can't understand it. And, and I, I saw a tweet that nailed it on the head. It's like, if, if this was, let's shift it from women to men. If they were trying to enforce a law where men, after whatever age, had to get a vasectomy. Yeah, it would and, never fly. And we had to get yeah, a vasectomy no, it would until never we fly. wanted to have a kid. It would never fly. It, would, no. it, wouldn't it would even make never. it. Anyway. Yeah. I saw today that, like, Louisiana, because a lot of this stuff can be passed state by state. Louisiana is trying to make IUDs illegal. I saw that, which is crazy. And, and that's crazy to me because, like, for some girls, like, birth control is a necessary, like, health thing that they need because, like, their period or whatever is so painful or whatever. It causes, like, hormone disbalance or, like, all these different things that I, I truly, I don't think these people that are making these votes even know anything about that. No. Do some research. Going back to the vasectomy thing, it's reversible. Yeah, yeah 100% reversible. Yeah, but, 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 the, <laughs> yeah. but the thing is, though, there is you like, go. Imagine, yeah. imagine them trying to implement that as a law for men. That we had to do. I did it. see that it was like it, when their kids give them a vasectomy and when they're ready to have a child, they believe reverse so, they it. Reverse it. Which, which, I, which I get that, but at the same time, it's like I know what there you're would saying. never, there would yeah, never I have be a, a question. Law. This yeah. is going to get. It would weird. never be a law for yeah. for men yeah. in that in that. Way. I no, I agree. When you have a vasectomy, do you just do you just dry come? 
No, you they're still, blanks, no, right? N- no, you still you still produce cum, but there's like but no there's no eggs in it. Yeah, they're blanks. There's sperm in it. I'm sorry. There's we're no, shoot, there's we're no shooting blanks. There's no what sperm in it. Was that always sunny episode where he's like, yeah, you shoot uh, you shoot up sperm and the uh, the sperm goes and eats the egg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that that's, that's what that is. You like I was watching who was it? Segura got a vasectomy. Yeah. So that. like once you hit pu- once you're done with puberty, you'll never dry cum again. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know any like, I don't know how many eighty-year-olds are like still dry coming out. Dry like, coming yeah. would be pretty cool. Dust, I can't, dust can't yeah, say. dust little, come. Little, or what little. if it's like one of those like old cartoons where the car like runs out of gas? Yeah, and, like, exactly. Shakes, dude, and then literally it's just, like, one little like black smoke. Yeah, but yeah, dude, literally <laughs> little, like uh, I, I'm, I'm in here laughing because I stand with my rant so hard, and I think that's the problem is because politics makes so much. No, no, they make they don't make sense at all to where like now I'm sitting back thinking about what you said. It's like, well, duh, because that the one other side's in charge. But that's the whole problem. The, the, that's yeah. that's the whole issue it, right it there. Is. The like, party system does nothing but divide this dude, country right? even more. Yeah, we've and we're the only fucking but it's a huge money maker. Exactly. And we've so, talked so about that religions, before. Though. Yeah. We've talked about that before. How like yeah, it makes no it's sense crazy. to like divide your country every no four sense. years. It makes you know no I mean? sense. It really is just ass backwards. L- literally, <sighs> we literally every four years we split our country in, in two, and and look at the shit that it causes and in, riots, deaths, and in reality, it's every two years because preliminary yeah. stuff. Yeah, starts. you're right. Like, like there, I got a fucking sign outside of my house. Shout out, don't advance. Vote for city county or whatever circuit clerk or whatever. But, but <laughs> whatever the sign says, just read it. This could be like get Don, get Diane to clown school. Yeah. <laughs> Signs on the front. But again, that's just it, it's always in our face. And I feel all, like it, it has a left in, in how many years now? What ten years almost? Or it's all, everybody's always ready for the next vote. It's like. Watch a sporting event or something. <laughs> drink, drink Go to a fucking beer. I'm just like yeah. I'm just not that type of person. Like I'll never get worked up enough to start like Fuck spewing my politi- political Dude, beliefs I, on Twitter and I stuff. Like never. people getting into people. So do I. It, honestly, we should change up the subject. Yeah, let's but, like, talk about. I just want to make fun. Of I, I just the Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi trailer. Yeah, that was fire. How about that? Fire. 